All right, everybody, the All-Star MMA Live post show, the the wackiest, the most biased. I, I've, I've seen the comments you guys put in the uh, down below in the videos. We're the most biased podcast. We're the most biased show on the internet, all of that good stuff. And, hey, everybody's biased. I'm going to say it right now. Everybody's biased. Before we get into all the festivities of UFC, to, uh, UFC Vegas 63, Make sure you guys go down to the descriptions and download the All-Star app. It's the best app in the business. Josh, you should go download that. Play with the app, man. It's better than any app for MMA. Any app. It's got everything. You're on it, man. All your articles, <laughs> all your interviews, your stats, everything is on it, man. So go check it out. Recommend it to your friends and your girlfriends, your moms and your dads and your uncles and your sisters and your cousins because, you know, my, it is what it my is. girlfriends, bro. My girlfriends. All right. You had the, yeah. the S on yeah. there. You, know, you got to put bro. the S on there, right? Gotta, <laughs> I'm not talking about the ones that you're committed to. I'm just talking about the ones that are, you know, that your friends, you know, your girlfriend. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I don't want her to get angry about it. You know what I mean? I got a wife too. You know what I mean? But I got girlfriends out there. Not, you know, not that type. But, uh, but Josh, how you feeling, man? How you doing, man? How's life over there in uh in Australia? I'm good, my bro. I'm good. Um, yeah, man. Back, uh, training's good. Fucking life's good. Weather's picking up. Some it's uh spring now here. It's starting to heat up. Uh, yeah, everything's going good. Um, yeah. What can I say? It's uh, I can't complain, man. I literally can't complain. Yeah, you're you got that um <clears throat> basketball jersey weather, man. That's the best weather. Have, yeah, no, right? it is. It's it's getting warm now. It's starting to get warm. Everyone's going out to the beach. Everyone's, you know, the typical Australian day, you know. Everyone's loving it. So it's good. For sure. Um, you know, right now, as we speak, the the whole uh boxing event's going on, right? Uriah Fape or Uriah Faber, Uriah Hall is boxing uh some uh football player. If you if you watch the NFL, you know, you know who the guy is, Le'Veon Bell. Um yeah. it's like, man, if Hall gets knocked out by a football player, it's like no, Damn, like what does not. that say to it's just bad, right? Like these crossover fights are not better. working out too well for these MMA fighters. No, it's not it it's a different sport, but still, like they shouldn't be losing to these guys. They shouldn't. Yeah, so, yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully he doesn't. Right? Is, is, is that on round. right now? Okay. Yeah, it's on right now. It's on the you know, second round. Uh, I don't know who's because we're doing the show, but uh, I guess it's on second round. So we'll see what happens. We'll we'll go back to the results in a second. Let's talk about uh, this main event first, man. Another freak accident. I was looking at um, Nolan King. He posted something about 13 main events in the history, in the UFC history, have ended in freak accidents, like, you know, accident, accidental injuries or whatever. And four of them happened this year. Ain't that some shit? Four it's of them like, happened this year. Is they happened in the Apex? Are they all have been in the Apex? What's uh I don't think they have because remember um Connor. Oh, that's his right. Fight was, his his fight was yeah, he broke his leg in the main event, right? So that, I don't think that was in the Apex. Yeah, that definitely wasn't in the, that wasn't wasn't in the, the Apex. Apex. Yeah. But yeah. uh the Ortega fight, was that in the Apex? I'm not for oh, sure. Yeah, he did it. Was what, what was his his shoulder, right? Yeah, his shoulder. Um just like TJ. But, just like TJ. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The TJ thing, right? It just shows you that um, you never know what fighting, man. It's it's so unpredictable, right? I was, and, and yeah, like I was. Highest level. Go ahead. I was literally uh, explaining to one of the boys before, like, you you, you think of a, a, a football match, right? You could be up 5-0 and have, like, five minutes, and you know the team that's, has, that is up 5-0 is going to win. With fighting, literally... 
you could be winning every minute of every round and then you make one mistake and then you get caught with some bullshit and it's over you know the tide has turned you've you've lost it you know what what sort of sport does that like with any point-based sport what, what does that like you can't just automatically change the game with one with one one move you know what i mean think of um Usman just recently Usman and Leon like Usman was winning nearly all the rounds basically all the rounds and ends up getting caught like in the last rounds you know what I mean so it's like there's no there's no sport that has that sort of that sort of uh do or die you make a mistake that's it game over you could be doing so well you could be winning the whole every single round and you know you could be in control of the whole fight and then all of a sudden bang game's over you know what I mean you've lost yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it is. That's why we love it, though, because there is that it's true. possibility it's true. of hope, right? There's that little hope. If you're on the losing side, you know the you know your fighter is losing, and you still have confidence. You're still like you know doing this. You're still doing this, right? It's like you're you're praying for something to happen, and and like you said, the Usman fight it definitely happened in that. Uh, the the best one was the Korean Zombie versus uh. Yaya Rodriguez, like one yeah. second left with the up elbow, like movie movie shit right there. Movie shit like that was that fight. was like scripted. That was like looked like it was scripted. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? And you'd never seen a, an elbow like that ever. And then for it to be like in the last second of the round, you know what I mean? It's like fuck. Yeah. And to be unreal. able to KO the dude with it, like like he, the, like dude, the zombie was yeah. sleep. Yeah, the dude with the the craziest chin. Like, that's why they called him the zombie for him to be put to sleep like that. You know, to be unconscious like flatlined is unreal it what is, a sport we do what a sport yeah. we do and uh with with this fight man cater he comes in i think he, this is his like fifth or sixth main event in a row so he's been doing like 25 minute there's a difference between 25 minute camps and 15 minute camps right yeah there definitely yeah. is wow. and yeah, uh, sure. he's he's been fighting killer after killer right so this was like more of an opportunity for his opponent Aldo allen to kind of you know, be the front runner for for a title shot, right? Because he's this is his tenth win in a row in the division, right? I don't, he, yeah, he's undefeated in the division in the in the UFC. So it's like he he needed to show out here, and he was doing a pretty decent job in the first round. But then all of a sudden, uh, Calvin Cater, who really I don't think he really throws many flying knees, he threw a flying knee and then just landed on his leg wrong. Fuck, it is it, man. I. You never know. Do you reckon like it could have been the, the, the leg was compromised beforehand or uh, like you, you just never know going into these fights. These guys don't really want to pull out because they know the opportunity that's there. And if they pull out, you know, that's it. Like they, they lose that opportunity. So you never really know what these fighters are going into the fight with. You know, they could say, yeah, they can pass all the medicals. Majority of the medicals are bullshit anyway. Like, oh, uh, you know, they'll get you to like look at your fingers and they'll get you to close your eyes and touch your nose or balance on one foot or do a squat. And it's like, okay, you can do all that. Like it, most majority of the medicals is, is like, you know, you could pass <laughs> regardless, you know, and just, yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. Everything's sweet. Like how did, how did, how did um, TJ get away with, with his shoulder going into the fight with his shoulder? Like the medicals that they put us through isn't very, extensive enough for them to know whether we're, we're actually compromised or not so yeah yeah it's, you're right man it's like how bullshit are the medicals for real like if tj got past those medicals with his shoulder he said it popped yeah. out 20 times in, in training camp it's like 
what what is this coach is doing like what yeah. like what, that, you know we could go into an hour on just that and and blaming who and all that stuff but i understand where tj's coming from to be honest with you because it's a title fight and he's like what 36 years old he he's, he's not getting he's any missed, younger yeah and he missed like three years of his career and this could be his last shot to actually win a title you know it was a selfish thing to do and maybe his coaches should have stepped in but i understand what tj did man i i completely i don't agree with it but i understand you know what i mean like he did what he did and like you said was calvin cater compromised heading into the fight like was his knee because you hear about fighters fighting on bad knees bad shoulders for like three four fights they just don't yeah. want to get the surgery because they got to continue fighting yeah. you got to continue like carrying the momentum right to the next fight to the next fight to the next fight or did did uh uh arnold allen hit him with some good kicks and it and it compromised yeah. the knee right Beforehand. Um, I know I know a lot of fighters actually because the UFC look after us in, in terms of like with injuries and, and medical problems. A lot of fighters go into the fight, they take the fight knowing that they're injured or they knowing that they got a problem, and then when they leave the fight, they'll claim that so they, they can get it all looked after so they don't have to pay out of their own pocket. You know what I mean? A lot of guys go into fights knowing that they're hurt but they're just going to push through it regardless and then say, oh, yeah, this is what I heard in the fight, even though you were probably they were probably hurt um, like during camp or something, you know what I mean? And they, and they can't afford to, to, to fix it themselves, so they sort of go through the UFC to do it. It's a, it's a bit of like them just like trying to play the game so they get to basically get covered mm-hmm. for it, you know what I mean? Yeah, the medical treatment. Um, I was talking to Brad Davis, and he had a, he had a, oh. a bad knee like um, – what was it? He had a bad knee, like during like he 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 fought in the UFC, left the UFC during his time away from the UFC. He like he had fought with one knee, so basically he trained and adapted his style to where he didn't Who have to use that leg. Brandon Davis. He just recently Brandon fought a um, uh, what is it? Uh, what's his name? He well, he's a bantamweight, right? And uh, and uh. He when I talked to him when I interviewed him he was saying that yeah I fought with one leg and adapted my style to, to that so I didn't have to kick with the leg or anything and then he he returned to the UFC with that bag leg got knocked out and then after the fight he told the he told the UFC like I need to repair my knee and then he got yeah. his knee repaired right and and yeah. like you said this happens a lot right this happens all the time where fighters maybe got injured in in training before they even signed the fight and they just take the fight so you know they don't feel like it's as serious and they've been training with it for so long that they could overcome it and you know you're pretty much playing a uh, you're, you're gambling on yourself massively right with a with yeah, a bad man. leg or a bad shoulder or the elbow or whatever and uh yeah and i was talking to uh kevin natividad who's also a ufc bantamweight and he said his elbow was jacked up for his first UFC two ufc fights he just didn't get the surgery because he wanted to continue fighting and he finally yeah. got it now. You know, what I mean, he's returning in a couple of weeks. But yeah, there's there's a lot of cases like that where do fighters have to go through that? You know, what I mean, like shouldn't they be getting repaired beforehand? Again, it's uh, it's one of those it, it's a, like a personal decision whether they want to, you know, like whether they want to push through it and just worry about getting pay getting a paycheck from the, the UFC or they want to do the you know look after themselves and make sure that they can stay in the sport for a longer time. You know, I feel like those guys that just always constantly push through injuries after injuries, they catch up to you, you know, father, father time catches up to everyone. And, and especially if you got injuries, you know, you, you, you just, 
you're not recovering properly and yeah it all it all catches up to you eventually and you know it's yeah gonna sideline you even longer you either deal with the the problem there and now and, and fix it straight away or you, you let it linger on and let it sort of yeah build up and and then when it finally hits you it hits you hard and you know you're you're out for even longer so or cause even more problems so going back to the fight like there's there's nothing you could build off this main event for either like calvin's gonna be out for a while because it looks like his knees pretty bad right you don't know what's gonna happen we gotta see what the doctors say arnold allen what can he say like even in the post fight he was just like this is not how i wanted to win i wanted to show something yeah. but it, I, didn't, yeah. I wasn't able to like what do you say you know what i mean like what do you do though even Bisping was like trying to g up Arnold Allen to say something, and he's like, you know, he, he couldn't even really, you know, muster up the words to say like, yeah, fuck, I deserve a title shot after that performance. And it kind of takes away. It was very anti-climactic. You know, you you expected something big and a and a challenger to short sort of shine through this fight and and you know make themselves be known to be the the next number one guy and something like that happens and the guy that wins sort of doesn't get the praise because of you know bullshit injury so it's shit it's a very anti anticlimactic this is an idea and i think he, it would have been a perfect time to do this because arnold allen he's like one of the respectful guys kind of quiet very, you know, doesn't yeah. really say much right he could have yeah. went heel right here he could have went heel <laughs> right here and then he would have had all the headlines for the next couple of days, right? Just going heel and just be like, yeah, I felt his knee buckle with, with my kicks. I mean, that, that's a solid win. You know, do the Sean O'Malley, you know, even if you, yeah. lose, you win, yeah. right? Like yeah. that. Like Men he could have done that. undefeated. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mentally I'm undefeated. But like it's 10 in a row, right? That's that's still a streak in the Fed division. You know how hard it is. Yeah, you bro. fight in the wow. division. It's hard to get five in a row, right? But to get ten, yeah. it's an amazing feat for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he could have went heel, man. Like, come on, Arnold. Like, you could have <laughs> yeah. been disrespectful, but you could have went heel and pointed out some facts that you could have twisted a little bit, right? Yeah, like, why man. not? Yeah, man. Fuck. So this see, this is the thing about this sport. It's it's as much as it is a sport, it is about whether or not you can put bums on seats and entertain people. At the end of the day, what we do is entertainment. We, what we do is is to entertain people, and we get paid to entertain people. They they like fights. They don't, you know, they they like the sport. They like violence, and they like the entertainment side of it. And you know, it's kind of hard to sort of promote yourself if you're really tucked in your own shell, like how he is. You know, he's very softly spoken and doesn't really speak out. And you know, yes, you do your performances in the cage, but you also have to build it up. You know, it's it's a very fine line that I feel like a lot of fighters still you know don't really know how to do it like don't really know how to promote themselves enough and and yeah get themselves out there it's like man you're you imagine being 10 wins in a row and like most people don't know about you just because you know you, you kept your mouth shut and you you, you weren't out there a bit it's 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 a, it's a bit of a shame to be honest that you're not utilizing that 10 fight win streak that you're on now in the division you know so yeah it's a it's a bit it's a bit sad like he, he if you if I was on a 10 fight win streak, I would be calling my shots, saying everything, getting all the headlines, getting everyone to watch me, getting all that hype behind me. But because he's so softly spoken, it's it's like a yeah, nobody really cares about him. It's 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 kind of sad. It it is, man. Because in any other sport, you win ten in a row, 
people are talking about you. You don't even have to say anything, right? Yeah. They're just yeah. praying you on on every show. You know what I mean? Like they're they're calling your name, and and other guys are probably talking shit about you. But but yeah. in this sport, you gotta create the madness. You gotta create. Exactly. The hype and you could create exactly. yourself we see many fighters going to the ufc that are not as talented as the, all these other guys but just get the bigger fights get the momentum get the hype yeah. you know it, it's, yeah. it's sometimes it's circumstances as well man some guys some guys come from a certain gym where they have like a great connection to a certain fight that is very popular and then that yeah. creates hype for them and they could build off that there's a lot of guys that just created for themselves if i was arnold allen you know you have to be quick-witted as well right yeah, like yeah, it's hard to sure. be quick with it when you just got out of the fight, right? Unless you, it's prepared, yeah. like there's certain yeah, guys that yeah. are like really prepared to like, if I win, I'm gonna do this. If I lose, I'm yeah. gonna do this. But they're yeah. kind of like, like have a pathway, like they got yeah. little exits right off the road. Yeah. And he, what he should have done was, he should have just got on the mic and be like, "Yo, I'm I'm not injured. Korean zombie. I heard <laughs> they're going to Korea in February. What's yeah. up?" He could have done that. He could have. He could have said any to anybody. You know, he was. He didn't say anything. All he said was like, "Oh, you know, since Volker's moving up, maybe I can do an interim." Like you, like come on, man. Like you're ten fight win streak now. Like say a name, say somebody, say something. Be out there. You know what I mean? You don't even have to be a dickhead about it, but be out there and say what you want. You know, speak it out into the universe. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, like get a headline. That's what you yeah, want. Bro. You don't have to be a dickhead. Just get a headline. No, uh, Arnold it. Allen calls out Zombie for February in Seoul. Going to his home. I'm gonna go to his hometown. I'm gonna beat him. And then a couple that's weeks it. later, Volk Volk will. He could have said Volk will lose to Islam, and then we could fight for the yeah. UFC title. A couple that's another time. That's that. another. That's another headline right there. Exactly. Like, come on, Arnold. Like, do we need uh, you need people like me at the gym, like telling you, like, yo, this uh, is what you should say, you know? Because I said you do, uh, you do. People like you, though. You do, you do. Honestly, there should be some sort of media training that you get. Like, somebody should be like training these guys in 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 having some banter, having some you know some shit talking ability, just even a little bit, like like how you would speak to mates. You know what I mean? Like when you guys are playing a basketball game or you guys are playing anything, just a mm -hmm. little back and forth shit talk you know that's the, that's what you need and i feel like a lot of these guys are, don't have that they, they they lack that or they either they either they don't either, they either don't lack that but they just don't feel comfortable saying it in front of everyone you know what i mean where me i don't care i'll say whatever yeah, yeah that's very <laughs> odd because i know a lot of these dudes they got close friends they got their people right they got the boys and you know when yeah. the boys get around you guys say Everybody Every. says everything to each other. Yeah, it's part of like yeah, my wife sometimes like I'll be on the phone with one of my boys, right? And then yeah. we're just laughing for like 15 minutes in a row because we're not <laughs> even talking about anything. We're just talking shit to each other for 15 minutes straight. That's it. Just going back and forth, and we have accomplished nothing on the conversation, right? Yeah. But you gotta take that energy, right? And then put it yeah. into like post fight uh, uh interviews, just interviews, you know, whatever. Like that's some guys that exactly. have some guys don't man that uh my coach was actually telling me that like you know the josh that like that is with your friends and family like is that like he's just a normal josh think of him all right think of you normally but just when you're in the ufc and the camera and lights are on you you're not changing your personality all you are is going from normal josh and turning normal josh to 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 10 you know what i mean crank him up to 10 show 110 percent of 
of Josh. You don't have to be a different person, but just be Josh 110%. You know what I mean? Just like turn it up, turn up, turn it up. Be extra with whatever you want to say. Be extra who you are. But it doesn't mean you have to change who you are, but just be extra what you are already are, you know? And I kinda it kinda took it took me in. I was like, Yeah, you're right. You know, I'm not I'm not changing my personality. I'm just being more out there than what I would normally. That's it. Yes, because you know guys are talking mad shit about other fighters behind in behind closed doors. Regardless, regardless. and half of it is bullshit because you're just fucking yeah. around with your friends, right? But yeah, it yeah. is what it is. Just take, like you said, take that, filter it, and pick what you need to say, and you know, and release it out into the world, right? Like, <laughs> I, 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 it, oh, going back bro, to what I've... you said earlier about it is sad that a guy that's on a ten fight lo- a winning streak doesn't have any kind of hype, even though he just, oh. you know, he, you know, he should have so had good. much hype after the hooker fight, after he beat hooker. So He's so yeah, good. He's so what good. the fuck? Just, what do you do with him? Like, I think the the UFC kind of might even get frustrated with that as well. It's yeah, like, man. Yo, we got You need to help us. You help yeah, us. Like, we scratch your back. You scratch our back. And exactly. I mean, like, come on, let's That's get it. something. Let's get something going. Like, it's they're giving them opportunities, though, man. They just gave him a main event. So exactly, he's got to. He's got to. He's got to show out for them. Like, think about. I always think about that. Like, whenever I think about that somebody doesn't show out and help the UFC by like, you know, being a bit more out there. It always brings me back to Colby Covington hearing about his story about how they were going to cut him from the UFC. He wasn't talking enough shit. He's just a generic wrestler. And then when he went to Brazil and beat up Damian Maia, he just turned like proper full heel. That was like the biggest, like full WWE type moment where he was like, Brazil, you're an absolute dump. And just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is what, I mean, you don't have to be like that disrespectful nah. to be that like that. But I mean, come on, like the UFC want you to to you know you you they bringing you to a platform. You got to help them, you know, by yeah. using that platform to build them up even more as well. So it's a it's a it's a give give, you know. For sure. And like, what do you do with him? In your opinion, what do you do with Arnold Allen now? Arnold Allen, let me see the rankings. He's sitting at number six. He just beat he just beat. Calvin, who's number five. Um, ahead of him, you got Josh Emmett at four, Ortega at three, Rodriguez at two, and Holloway at one. Like, do you see him matching up with any of those guys? Like, do you see the I, UFC doing that? They could they could give him Max next. I think they could give him Max next and have and have Ortega. I mean have uh Yayi Yayi and Emmett fight for the interim. Yeah. I see that happening. Um, because yeah, Volk's Volk's gonna be going up fighting, fighting lightweight, and that's gonna probably take him out till you know midway end of next year. So yeah, who knows? Yeah, I think yeah, that's I, logical. Yeah, I think I, they they could match, they could match Max first, um, Allen, and then have Josh Emmett and Yai fight each other for their interim. Well, well. Alex is gone, and then yeah, because you can't. Yeah. It, it's kind of hard for Allen to Allen and Max to fight for interim. Like, if if Max wins again, what are they gonna do? Vulcan, <laughs> yeah. Holloway four again. Like, it's kind of hard. It's very hard. It's like, how many chances are you gonna give Max to try to beat Alex? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Especially after that last one, that was a proper yeah. like. 
you could see the, the levels on that one. That one changed quick. The levels on, on, on like how close they were in that second fight and then to the third fight, how yeah. the difference, the difference. Yeah. And isn't Max younger than Volk? I think yeah, he, he is. is. Yeah. He is, but That's a trip, he's man. been in, he's been in the UFC such a long time now since he was like 19, 20, pretty sure. So I think that's a been, good fight. He's been in the trenches, man. I like think that's Alan. a good fight. Yeah, Allen versus Holloway. I think they should do that. Because Holloway just can't sit on his high horse and be like, oh, I'm only going to fight for the title or whatever. Yeah, every just, single time, know, yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. You just, you know, I know you're one of the best in the world. You're one of the goats of the division. But you got to fight somebody down the rankings, man. You can't just wait for the title shot every time. And yeah, Yair versus Emmett, they should do that interim title fight. I think that that's proper because – that's a fresh matchup for Volk when he does come back. To either, the either guy, either guy, yeah. exactly. Um, like, but then what, what, what happens yeah. with Ortega? Like, what is Ortega doing? He's injured. He's still recovering he? from injury. Yeah. Oh, that's shoulder, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so um, if he comes back, I think he'll probably fight somebody down the line or just wait until the division shakes out a little bit. But he's not going to be ready anytime soon. Um, what, like, what do you think about the zombie man? He's kind of in a weird position, right? They. They have him fight somebody in the main event in February in Korea. Like, who do you put him against? You know, if you look at the rankings, I don't see, like, you just, you just, you just mapped out the division. Zombie can't fight any of those guys because those guys, like Arnold, if he wants to step up, I think the do, zombie should call him out. Zombie yeah, he should, should go say on that. Come, yeah. yeah. And that, 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 could put, that, could, that could put, that could put, that could put zombie straight back in there. That's what I'm saying. Know? Why not? I like, that for zombie would be perfect. It would be perfect for zombie, but. But I don't think that that's gonna happen. I think the zombies, like you got, um, you got a couple guys down. I think Edson Barboza would be a good matchup for the zombie. Zombie, oh, that would be, oh yeah, that'd be crazy. That would be a crazy five rounds. Wow, oh, that would be a good yeah. fight. What 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 is what is Barboza sitting at? He's at thirteen. So wait, so what 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 ranks zombie? He's at number seven. Who's eight and nine? Eight is uh Kaze and nine is Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell's about to fight soon. I think yeah, Chikaze fighting. has a Il- fight as well, right? Il- Chikaze Bryce would be fighting. a good fight. Yeah, that could be a good fight too. That could be a good fight too. Yeah, but I what think you- they need to bring somebody with some name value. And I think yeah, Barbosa has some gonna- name value, right? To yeah, Korea. he's he's a he's a veteran too. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. been around the block. Man, he's a G, man. Have you have you looked at his resume? Lightweight no, and featherweight? He, he has not fought a what a beast, man. He's fought everyone. He's fought everyone. Fuck, I'm surprised he's still going, to be honest. I think yeah. I, I don't see him fighting much longer. Yeah, he's been around for a while. If you look at the guys in that top fifteen, yeah, Edson is one of the guys that just has fought for I don't even know, twenty something fights in the UFC, I think. Just crazy, crazy resume. What about you, man? Like, when are you gonna fight? Like, I, I put that on Twitter. I was like, let's let's get let's get him on the career card because you know I would like to see you over here. No, fight. no, yeah, I, I'm a G- Korean Superboy. Don't G that one. I get. I'll fight Superboy. Just come. I'll fight him in Perth. I can't. I can't. I have. I can't miss out on this Australian card. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, I have to be on this Australian card. I haven't fought in front of my friends in like, I'd say four years now, five years, four years mm-hmm. now. So I have to, I have to fight on the Australian card. I mean, I don't care who it is. I'm fighting on that Australian card. So, yeah, 
I, I wish I wish they they do Korea like middle of the year. That'd be perfect. I'd, I'd love to fight in Korea. Yeah, you know? I'd love to yeah. fight Do Hoi Cho. That's a I, I think that's a great matchup. That's a great matchup. That it was um, I I honestly thought I was going to get him for Singapore. I I remember them mentioning a name saying Choi, and then the only Choi that popped up in my head was Do Hoi Choi, not Song Wu Choi. So yeah, that's that's a fight that I would really like to have. That's a, that's a big name too. Are you are you discussing with your management and, and the yeah. UFC about like in the, like opponents for for per? Yeah, yeah, they're 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 in talks now. So I'm just sort of waiting for a name, and yeah, like to be honest, like I said, I'm I don't care who who it is. I'm fighting in Australia, so what whoever they 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 offer me first for Perth is easy. I'm I'm taking it because. I'm not losing in my backyard, bro. I'm not losing in my backyard. Have you fought in Perth before? I think you have, right? No, I haven't fought in no. Perth, man. Never. Oh, that's Adelaide, Never. right? Diamondback Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah. 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 Diamondback, Diamondback. bro. Yes, Diamondback sir. Adelaide. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to, you know, you, you earned your stripes, man, in Australia. So, you got a little little like history in like a lot of the different cities right just yeah, for bro. all the different promotions so melbourne you know. sydney adelaide yeah man so you yeah still got and, all the I, like I, yeah bro i can show you now bring them up let's there. see them they're, they're, they're just over there in the in the in the corner here the see i think people don't know man i don't i think people don't know they got, Josh. Belt. They got the two hex belts down here yeah. Got the super fight belt and then got an amateur belt down here. There you go. Yeah, yeah I think people people forgot or they just don't know. Like, you got nah, deep let history. Him, let them forget, bro. Let them forget. It's all right. <laughs> I, I don't mind, bro. Let them forget. All right. All right so <laughs> definitely you're you're targeting Perth UFC two eighty four. Yeah, two eighty four. Right. That's yeah. That's a major card right there. Super fight, man. man. I'm man. like thinking like, ah, man. It's, I've never been to Australia, so I'm like, man, that'd be the perfect time. You have time to. to go you have to. Wait, when to is when is when is UFC Korea? Uh, the fourth, February fourth. And Perth is in the twelfth. I think the end. Oh, is it the twelfth? Yeah. Is the next week? The twelfth, February twelfth. Yeah. Oh God, that's a rough, rough couple of weeks right there. <laughs> but luckily, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna go to cover the show, right? I'll yeah. go to do like other content. You know what I mean? Not like I'm gonna sit in the arena like typing away and shit like typing that. that yeah yeah i'll be doing you know stuff other stuff so um yeah man I'm, I'm i'm looking at that i'm thinking about going down there i've never been to australia so i would like to experience Fuck yeah the, the life sick, over there bro. yeah for sure yeah. And, you know a lot of the boys that that are down there like i've known them for so long you know what i mean like i would like to meet a lot of the dudes that i've interviewed on the regional scene that will be down yeah. there they'll be you know that are actually in the ufc now it's pretty yeah. crazy like the last couple of years of just like getting to know all the Australians and the New Zealand fighters and then yeah, watching man. them become who they become. Fuck yeah. You've been doing this a long time, man. <laughs> you've been doing this. You've been doing this for a long time. You've been covering a lot of the, 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 the locals and now they're the locals are hitting the, the, the main stage now. So man, yeah, you, you, you did the work and fuck, you deserve it. You deserve everything coming towards you, bro. Man, I hope there's more. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's great, man. It's like running into you in Singapore and then Alan, even Alan, like your coach, um, running to Jack, Jack Della, 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. Known him for years, just never met him in person. His his coach, Ben Vickers, like, you know, there's a bunch of people, you know what I mean? Like yeah, in that man. area that, that I got to see in Singapore, which was uh which was very cool. Um you are, now you have to yeah. you have to be on that card, bro. You have to come to a show because they're having eternal the night before. That's right. So That's you right. have to be on that because we're gonna have a lot of the local boys fighting on there too. And then the day yeah. after they're gonna have the UFC. So it's like a double whammy weekend. You get you get yeah, the eternal to... You have to be there, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna have there. to get on the. I'm gonna have to get on. Look at the flights, see what they cost. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I, there, I, yeah. I yeah. Gotta get in there early, bro. Yeah, man, it'd be good. Um, now, what was the co-main? Oh yeah, Max Griffin versus and Tim Means. Tim Means. Hey, Max. Was that a split decision? Oh, man, I don't, even Tim Means was so. like shaking his head during the when they were announced. Like twenty nine, twenty eight. Tim Means. Tim Means was like, nah. Yeah, I didn't uh, think like, so. I, Max, Max, Max won that one, man. That was a clear, clear win for Max. Yeah, he did I like it. He Max did a lot, man. He he's like become. I think a lot of people played him out like early in this UFC run, you know what I mean? But then he's just developed this style. Now this style is just in your face, overwhelming, and his striking is becoming better. He's starting to knock guys down. You know what I mean? Even his last fight against uh, Neil Magny. He knocked Neil Magny down in the first round. And, and a lot of people thought, you know, it was a much closer fight. They thought he might have won on the judges' scorecards. Um, mm. But, yeah, he, like, he has insane cardio. And has there's something to that, right? There's something to having a certain level of cardio where a lot of guys don't have, right? Even in the UFC, you'd think that they would have better cardio. But some guys just, they drop off, like, at the the second round, some of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... With with cardio, man, I feel like a big a big thing to do with cardio is, is having composure. I feel like you get guys that are you get guys you see it all the time. You get guys that are like super fit that come from um, CrossFit or doing something else that they're like they're, they're fit as it is, but then you get them into a situation where they they they're not comfortable, and you see them just gas. You see their gas tank goes right out the window, even though they you know so-called fit they've got abs they've got all you know the, the the typical what a fit person looks like they have all of it and then when they get put in an uncomfortable situation you know like let's say if they're, they're always on a back foot in, in a sparring session you know they they break or if someone's always in their face they, they they're not comfortable and they're always tense and it you know burns up energy and and that's what gets them tired it's not per se having a gas tank yes yes you have to be fit but also i feel like composure is a massive Massive thing with with cardio that deals with cardio. Yeah, people get obsessed with like how a fighter looks. They get obsessed with that a little bit, right? Like you said, the CrossFit body, man. I tried to do CrossFit, and I was like, "Why are people doing this? Like they're destroying their body for no reason." <laughs> they're doing it to be to show who the fuck it. I'm exercising to show how fit I am compared to you. It's basically that's what it is. You're you're working out to show who who can be the per- best person to work out. Who can work out the best, essentially. That's yeah, it it's like yeah. Who like who's the best at exercising? That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm gonna show you how many reps I can do for this long and how quick I can do them. It's like yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> All right, do you do that then, bro? <laughs> and then on top of that, they want to take like you know that they're juiced up like a motherfucker, right? Oh, yeah, like, fuck, these man. dudes. I've seen. Did you see that chick that is in that CrossFit game? That like she's the world's fittest chick. She won the CrossFit yeah. X Games. Yeah. Fuck. 
the, the size of her, Jack, like just no neck, arms bigger than my head, and just like, yeah, fucking solid. You're like, she's like, yeah, nah, she's clean. Yeah, hundred percent, she's clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's rampant, man. I've been talking to a lot of people about that, like how rampant steroids is just in regular gyms. You know, what I mean, just like regular people taking steroids. There's so many people out there that are taking steroids ridiculous right you you know you've been around the gyms and shit like that you see regular people coming even in jujitsu you know in jujitsu look at the adcc you say you're telling me those dudes are not juiced if you're not juicing in jujitsu it's like you're the you're the you're the weird one it's like wait you're you're natural you're the fuck like you're you're the weird one if you don't juice so it's like yeah wow i don't like that man i don't like that it's different it's different i guess yeah, that you see some dudes like walk in, they're like 45 in jujitsu, and I'm like, you're 45, your body looks like you're 25. What the, f- what the hell are you eating, man? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, just, you know, carrots yeah, and look- and berries. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm vegan in. and I got this yeah. like this, like <laughs> you know, what I mean? like it's uh, it's it's pretty wild, man. Like how rampant it is, like outside of you know, outside of like the MMA world, that. The, yeah. the juice is just yeah the secret juice you know paul costa carries it around you know he's been yeah. passing it around to all everybody right so it's pretty insane thing, but um yeah i don't know with with paulo costa like he's, he obviously gets tested but man like that can't that he, he i just don't know how he's built like that like he's just built like fucking like yeah. he was sculpted by the gods just makes me feel bad <laughs> yeah some dudes are just born like that right some dudes no. are just born you, like it and yoel yoel you and like yoel was when he was fighting in the ufc how old was he like 42 40 40 yeah, something yeah. right and he was still the way he looked it was just like yeah. surely you, you were made in a lab like it's ridiculous like fuck jealous it's that, me jealous, it's, that yeah. it's that goat weed you know, that goat weed juice, you know, CGNC, you know, they sell all that good stuff out there. It's, you know, over the counter. They, they got it. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild, man. Um, how like that has become so rampant in regular people's worlds. Like I'm, you know, like I try, I look at it. It's like, sometimes I'm like, I'm a regular person. So I'm like, man, man, should I try that? Like, let me see like what happens to me. Like if I, if I take some of this HGH stacked with TRT, you know what I mean? I'm an old man. And then next, you know, like two weeks, like a, two months later, I've seen dudes in the gym when they came in and I know that they're taking steroids and two months later, and they're like in their late thirties, two months later, they're just jack. I'm just like, oh, that shit works. Like, uh, maybe, you, maybe, you sh- maybe you should try it just to see what you, how's it going, you know, see what it does for you. I don't know. Maybe can, I'm, right. can, I'm I'm not against it. I just don't like it in MMA. If, if you're yeah, if you're competing and you're fighting against anybody, I don't like it. But like, man, if you're doing it for your own sake, for your own look, for your own, you know, for you, by all means, you know, go on, go ahead, do it, make yourself feel good. You know, do, do it, do it for you. But when it involves, you know, obviously, someone's uh, health is involved, then yeah, not, I, think I don't like that. My wife would probably trip out. She'd be like, "Why?" Why are you trying to get all like who are you trying to get all sexy? Yeah, for? Who, who are you trying to get? <laughs> that's what you would get eh? the most. That's probably what you get the most. You're like, wait, who are you trying to impress? Hey, eh? who are you trying to impress? Yeah, it's like 
This you is not right. So you can leave me. <laughs> you yeah, trying to look yeah, good so yeah. you can leave me. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's that whole argument right there, right? There's that whole conversation yes. as well. You know, that, that shit could happen for real. Like that could happen. People know. That's why people know. That's why like, your missus always tries to get you fat and just feed you and get you yeah. get you eating all the time, just so that like you know you're not gonna impress anyone. You're you're all hers. You yeah. know, <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. Hey, hey, mine does. She does it all the time. She's like, oh, what do you want to eat? You want to order something? Because oh, they man. only eat like 10% of the food that we order. Like my wife is like yes. a, a damn rabbit, right? Yeah. And then I'm I'm left with this big 90% of the food portion. I'm just like, all right, let's just. That's why in the pandemic, I, I got up to like 90 kilos, dude, because I was just Jeez. like eating everything. Like, yeah, it was pretty. Like, if you look at the interviews <laughs> that I was doing during the pandemic, my face is like this, dude. Like, it's just bad. And then, <laughs> you know, I got, I'm down to like 76 right now. But yeah, That's during good, the pandemic, bro. it was fucked up. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, you're right. Because I was watching, <laughs> I, I saw recently um, on like Net, Next Shark, you know, the Asian news thing, there was like some yeah, yeah. guy, his wife told him, like, I'll buy you a PS5 if you lose like 10 kilos or something like that, right? What? And I was like, I was like, that's some sucker shit. Like, why would, why would like that? Like that would never. I would never lose weight because I'm you're gonna buy me a PS5. You gotta get me but imagine if it was yeah. flipped. Imagine if it was flipped though. Like, what if like the dude said, to, said a, to a chick, yeah, yeah, you lose yeah. ten kilos and I'm gonna buy you this. Then it would have been like big oh news, right? It been like, oh, yeah. They're and praising it. Sexist, yeah, exactly, dude. Like. Let's be the same, you know, with when we post stuff like that. Because I was like, that's some sucker shit. Like, dude, equality, you should not be bro. losing weight. For PS5? Come on, guy. Like, Rolex? Yeah, maybe. Like, PS5, <laughs> Rolex, like, yeah. Give me some you know? more expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a fucking game. <laughs> valuable, right? Something that you yeah. can sell again later on, right? <laughs> PS5. Your, your, your girl could br- come in with a baseball bat and smash that thing easy. Yeah, you know, get me a car or something, bro. Something something valuable, real valuable. Exactly. Um, let's let's look at some of the other. There's another 45 fight on the card. Oh yeah, Chase Hooper. Uh, what do you think about the Chase Hooper story, man? Were you like Chase. you were trying to fight Chase? I in wanted the past? to fight him. I did. Yeah, I did. No. That was. After the Jordan fight, I was like calling for that fight. I wanted that fight. I just thought it was a good fight at the time. And then obviously he he had a couple of fights and he kind of dropped the ball. I think he dropped a, a drop, dropped like three fights and it just mm-hmm. sort of, he lost that hype behind him. The only reason I was trying to fight him because he had that sort of hype behind him of, of him being sort of um, Ben Askren's son and Sean O'Malley's brother, sort of like that family, that family tree yeah. of curly heads. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, kind of poor Chase, man. Like yeah, tough, tough fight that was. Tough fight for him. I mean, doesn't look like he improved much, to be honest. Like he's been away for a little bit, and you'd think he'd improve in his weak area, which is obviously the striking. And man, he still just looks like a fish out of water on the feet. Just, I don't know. It's kind of, again, that's another one that I just feel like, fuck, man. You, he's so young. I feel like maybe he got to the UFC a little bit too early. That's one of them, them scenarios. But you never know until you, you go through it, I guess. Yeah, because it's, it's sink or swim, right? So some guys, they need to go through 
that regional scene. They need to fight different types of styles. You know, they need to experience three rounds, maybe even <laughs> five rounds, right? At, at that level, at the regional level, maybe fight for exactly. a title, feel the nerves, feel the energy. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe someone come in talking shit to you. You need to fear that as well, you know, before you get to the UFC. But Chase, he was just kind of thrown into the wolves. And I like Chase. He's a nice guy, man. I've interviewed him a few times. And uh, I actually interviewed him ahead of this fight. And he seemed like he was making the proper adjustments. He was going out to uh, Wonder Boy's gym like a couple times this camp to train with them, you know, for his striking. But it it, it could be the case of too much too soon for Chase, man. And, and he needs to maybe step away. And I don't know if the UFC releases him. But because uh, I would never want a fighter to be released for UFC. That's I would never say like you need to release because there's a lot of guys online, even in the media, yeah. they're like, oh, you got to release that guy. Right. It's like, no, nah, man, you want someone yeah. to get fired from their job like they work yeah, their whole fucking right. life for this and you want yeah, them to bro. get fucking fired. If the UFC releases it, release them, yo. like you don't yeah. get to decide. Like it's like retiring. Let them yeah. retire. Don't let don't you don't have to tell them to retire. You don't have to say, yeah. oh, you've been getting beat up. This is their life. Yeah. dude. This is their life. Yeah, like. It's like telling a firefighter to retire. It's like it's telling it's, a cop to retire. Like you have no, re- um, you have no right. The fans, the uh, we, MMA fans, we have the best MMA fans. Like we got like real diehard fans, but we have the best and the worst because they're so. What is it? They they can't they they well they don't relate to us because they they have they haven't they, they haven't gone through what we've gone through all they see is what happens in the cage that's it that's all they see and then they see if like whether or not we win or lose on who cares he fucked up my parlay he fucked up my fucked up my bet and that's all they care about you know what i mean they sort of look look at us as as if we're just fucking race horses or race dogs you know what i mean that's to to us to to them all it is is just basically a fight once the fight's done, they don't really care. That's it. Like we have diehard fans, and then we have fans that are like that. So we have like a mix of a, a mixture of both. You know, what I mean, they're very fickle. One time they'd be supporting you, and then the next time you lose, fuck. Oh, he's shit. He doesn't even deserve to be there. And then the next time you win again, oh yeah, he's always gonna be the next this, the next that. Like MMA fans are very, very fickle like that. You know what makes MMA different from, or just fighting in general different from any other sport is that a lot of the guys or girls or whatever fans, they played that particular sport when they were young. So they understand like what it takes to become that level of an athlete, right? Like they played baseball, little league, they played football for their middle school or high school. You know, a lot of guys have that experience, right? So they, when they watch football, I think the fandom is a little bit different than MMA because in MMA those guys most guys have never fought ever and they've never trained like a fighter they've never done anything like that they might do jiu-jitsu here and there but you know when people do jiu-jitsu they do have a certain level of respect for fights right because they know like what it takes to just do jiu-jitsu imagine throwing and striking and wrestling wrestling don't even talk about fucking wrestling yeah don't even fucking talk about wrestling My Look neck is having... fucked up from wrestling. Like I have fucking neck injury from wrestling, yo. Know? And I'm just barely it... recovering right now. Show, show me your ears. Show me your ears. No, my Those ears is not bad. You see, no, my wrestling, good. my wrestling experience is not that deep, but I've done enough and I've suffered enough to where I to know, know to yeah. know, you know, it's what it fucking... is yeah. with wrestling, right? And if you compare jujitsu and wrestling, jujitsu you can relax. 
wrestling is just yeah. like nonstop fucking, non-stop you're just grinding, fucking scrambling right? and yeah just and it's wet slippery yeah, smashing bro. you know what i mean yeah, it's like smash. it's so yeah. like regular sports they have that connection right they kind of have that respect in that way for yeah. like baseball basketball whatever because and then with fighting it's not like that and that's why i no. feel like the fandom is the way it is and it's always going to be like that because no one's you know someone might get in a you know you get on that world star you see world star right like when the fighting on world star and you see some of those guys they have skills right because you know that it looks like they, they actually trained a little bit or something like yeah. you start to see yeah. nowadays the evolution of fighting so maybe it, maybe it will get better i don't know maybe it will get better but when gambling's involved people become the worst of themselves yeah yeah 100 percent. 100 so uh yeah. yeah it's gonna be a trip man it's it, it's going to be a trip to see like what it becomes in the next five, 10 years with even the, the fans, but Steve Garcia, maybe they'll throw you his name. He just won pretty easily, man, against Chase Hooper. Yeah. Yeah. could, could be him. Uh, I don't mind. Like I said, anybody, I don't care. I'd like to, I, I'd like to think that I'd, I'm a bit further up, up the sort of featherweight Total rankings ball. to, to, to be not having to fight him and sort of be yeah. looking more closer towards the top 25 guys but mm-hmm. again I'm not I'm not the matchmaker I'm not the you know I'm here you tell me who, who's gonna give me the best the most exciting fights and that's the one that's the guy that's gonna I'm gonna get you know that's the guy that I want the guy that's gonna like I said in, in the previous interviews that I've always wanted guys that are gonna come to fight me not guys that are you know <clears throat> guys that are gonna come to steal rounds by pushing me up against the fence or just stalling and, and trying to win the, win the fight by points. I want a guy that's going to come out there and essentially try and fuck me up. <laughs> that's yeah. what I want. It, I know it sounds bad, but that's, that's what I want because I feel like that brings, I don't know. It gives me a different type of energy when someone, when I know they, they, they have that type of energy towards me. I, it kind of gives me that, that same way. It feels, it gives like, gives me that green light to, to return the favor back sort of thing. When you when you debuted, I remember I remember that. I remember when you debuted, you you fought at lightweight and you know you had to take your chances, right? You had to take your chances to get your foot in the door. It is what it is. That's it. Do you kind of push that out, you know what I mean? When you look at your record and be like, hey, that fight, that fight didn't really, you know, I had to take my chances, but that fight was just like that's not even my weight class. And but since then, man, you've done fucking well for yourself, right? Like in the draw, a lot of people <laughs> thought you won that fight. They was like tripping. You remember, like with the draw, right? But but yeah, the, the Jordan fight was great matchup, matchmaking. The 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 uh, Shal- Shali Long, he was a wrestler. Yeah, a that's straight what I mean. wrestler. Yeah, I'm he was a straight, straight wrestler. wrestler. And you did so you don't want a guy like that in your next. Nah, you I don't want guy. guys like that. I want guys that are gonna come and try. Well, if like, they like Sumu Choi. You want a Sungwoo yeah, Choi? Like, I want one. a Sungwoo Choi or a Charles Jordan. You know? Yeah. I don't want a guy like Jalen Turner. <laughs> yeah, Jalen Turner's like a welterweight. Six foot, six foot four, fucking machine. He's a beast, man. That, that that kid is definitely a dark horse in that lightweight division, man. Oh. He's he's look look what he did to um his last one. Riddell, Brad. Riddell, man. He like, choked out Brad. And. It wasn't that he even choked out Brad, but he hurt Brad on the feet before yeah. he choked him out. Yeah. And he did it, like, made it look effortless. Like, fucking hell, who does that to Brad? Like, no one does that to Brad. Like, no. Brad, Brad's a beast. So. 
Turner, yeah. I was talking to Armand, Armand uh, uh, Sarukian. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like top ten, right? And I asked him like, who do you think is gonna be like the top five fighters in next year at lightweight? He mentioned Jalen Turner as one of those guys. So a lot of people got their eye on him, man. It's it's a it's a hard fight for a lot of dudes. So no, yeah, he's, he's just the uh, he's just um he's 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 got he's gifted. He's got the reach. Yeah. He can make the weight. He's tall. He knows how to use. It's a difference. You you can be tall. And not know how to use the reach, but he knows how to use the reach and length. And he knows, like, when guys, everyone's going to try to step to him and try to get in on the inside. And he just knows how to fight on the inside now. He knows guys are going to be diving for his legs. You know, he knows how to elbow a knee on the inside. And he knows how to stay long. And he's a finisher, man. I'm pretty sure he's, all his fights that he's ever won has been by finish. I think he's got a 100% finish rate. So. What about, um? I'm just going to throw names out there, you know, be. Julian Arosa, that's a nah. that's a fire fight right there. That is a great fight. That is a great fight. I like that fight. Yeah. He's a he's a guy that that comes and 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 yeah, he he fights man, and he he's not yeah. he's not one dimension. He goes he goes for it all. Like he he'll jump yeah. on your neck. He'll 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 attack everything. So yeah, that's a that's a real good fight. Yeah, and he's on like a four or five fight winning streak as well. Like you said, you want yeah. somebody that makes sense, somebody that's yeah, coming that up. You know what I mean? That's near that's the top fifteen. Well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that, fight, that's... man. Uh, even like a stylistically, like a Andre Feely, a phenomenal fight. You know? What yeah, I mean? he's he's an, again, he's another dude that that he's another dude that comes and he fights too, and he brings it. Yeah. You know, he's got that. You you can just tell the guys that have that dog in them that you can tell that these guys they want to they 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 in as much as they want to win the fight you can also tell that they 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 enjoy being pushed to the limit and enjoy yeah. the challenge so he's one of them so yeah man there's there's a couple there's a couple out there man fire matchups we'll we'll see when do you think like they're going to figure that stuff out for you do you think it's going to be in like the next month or so uh yeah for sure i reckon within the next one or two weeks to be honest once they figure oh. out the name, yeah. You want to get, my, you want to get into camp. You want to get into camp. Yeah, huh? oh, I'm already, I'm already, I'm already starting. To be honest, that's the, there is the reason why, like, we started this uh, thing a little bit later is because I just finished sparring, actually. So, okay, yeah. So that's why we <laughs> had to start a little bit later. It's all yeah. good. It's all good. Yeah, man. There's a. Uh, what do you do with Chase Hooper, though? Do you, you know, we talked about it a little bit. I think, I think that what, they what should is, just be like. Is, what is he? Uh, what's his? What's his uh, record now? What is he? What is he going on now? Oh, what's man. his? Uh... It's not that bad a record, I don't think. What is it? Do you see it? Um, see. he is. Oh, he's only lost once. His last fight before that, he he won by TKO. Uh, to be fair, he's lost against good guys. Only two. You know, he's only lost to good guys. He's lost to Alex Caceres. Steven Peterson now Steve Garcia. Maybe they'll maybe they'll swing you Alex Caceres next because he's fifteen right now in the rankings. Alex, Alex Caceres, yeah, I like that. That's a that's push a that was. That is a sick fight. That I yeah. and the, the thing with that fight is that I've watched Alex Caceres like since he was in the Ultimate Fighter House when I was a teenager. He was in the Ultimate Fighter House and he was fighting. Pretty fight, Michael Johnson. He was on the. Josh yeah. Koscheck versus GSP Ultimate Fighter House. Fuck, that would be so fucking sick. That would be, yeah, Alex Caceres. I'd, I'd put him as the number one guy that I'd like to fight right now. Him would be so, the number one guy. Alex Caceres. 
Julian, Julian Rosa. Rosa. Ju- Julian Rosa. I like um, what's his name? He just won. Um, uh, Nate, Nate Lund, Nate Lund, Landwehr, Nate Lund, Landwehr, Nate Landwehr. The wild the one. one. He's just the wild. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah, that's another one that I like too. That'd be a good good fight too. Again, all these guys that I'm saying, they're they they either like on a couple five win streak or they're like in the, the closer in the top twenty five guys. I mean, I'm not I'm in no rush, but at the same time I'd like to be fighting closer to the top than fighting the bottom. I wanna build For an sure, um, What about um the guillotine choke dude from the side? Uh, what is it? Uh, Treshawn Gore. Did you see that one? Yeah, I did. I did, bro. Um, Treshawn was 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 just wrestling him the whole the whole first round, and then the second round, what's his name? He just shot in and just like kind of half assed his shot, and then yeah, just locked it up, and then just didn't never let go. Dude tried to spin out, and he just held on to it. That's a yeah. good grip. Was, and then just put him put his lights out. That was it. What's the what's the nastiest ch- choke you've been caught in? Like where you were like, man, this is, I got to um, tap to this. It's uh, it's a, it's like a, a, I don't know what the name of it. It's like the guillotine. And then it's like called some other fucked up name. It's essentially the same as a guillotine, but instead of your head facing towards the ground, when someone's guillotine, you, you've tried to spin and it's basically like you're, you're, you're looking up to the ceiling as someone's cranking your head. Makes sense. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I so seen like, that in like one you championship. Know, like, you know, like a guillotine, like like that's like that. You turns and like your head's getting cranked like that. Like oh, it's shit. basically opposite direction. It's basically a spinal. Like it's not even yeah. a choke. It's basically like I'm fucking snapping your back right now. Neck crank <laughs> like, type crank. thing. Like yeah, because I'm like basically where the choke is 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 on the back of my head, and you're cranking upwards like that. <laughs> That's, yeah, I'll be caught in that one. I don't know what the name of that is. Whatever the name that is, it's probably the fucking the capitator or some yeah. shit, bro. It's some wild shit, some tenth planet <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, some weird ass. Yeah, name. there's like I've been in, I've been caught in chokes where I like try to hang on too long, and like of course either you go out, but like I've had like my blood vessels pop in my eyes from getting caught in even like triangle chokes, and this. And these are against fighters, though. Like, not just against regular people. It's, like, against fighters. You know what I mean? You try to do too much against a fighter, they'll fuck your ass up. Like, you know bro, what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You have to tap, bro. Tap, tap, tap sooner. Tap early and tap a lot, bro. That's what you want. That's what you want. You want, you fucking, dude. I always say it with beginners, bro. They fucking treat, like, every role is, like, the world championships in the gym. And I'm just like... <laughs> Why are you going so hard? What do you win? What do you win in, in the gym? Like, and these guys are like full, fresh, brand new guys. And I'm just, and you can just tell them they're muscling out of everything. They're bridging and they're bench pressing each other, trying to squeeze the life out of each other. And it's just like, what? What are you winning? What are you, what are you trying to fight? What are you fighting for? Like, yeah. So that's why I always say to them, like, don't treat it like it's the world champions. Tap, tap often, tap soon. You know, you'd rather be tapping than fucking being sitting out for three four weeks because of some bullshit injury you didn't want to tap to you know just because yeah. you didn't want to tap to a couple seconds earlier yeah, i've i've uh rolled with people and then like i've got caught in like belly down arm bars and pop my hyper extended my arm 
that's just, it. That's that sort of months. stuff is 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 just so quick. That stuff sometimes yeah. just happens so quick, and you like you know, don't really know until someone's weight is on your on your arm, and yeah. you know you're already, your arms already extend, and all they do is just shift their weight onto it. That's it. Like boom. it's bad. That's when why they I, hear the pop. <laughs> they can yeah. hear the pop, and they're like, "Oh shit, yeah. what the hell?" Oh, you know fuck. what I mean? Like, and they're like, "Oh man, yeah. I'm sorry." It's like, it's my fault. I should have just tapped and just reset. You know what I mean? But yeah, shit happens. Like, what about like yeah, neck yeah. issues? Like, how how bad have you had neck issues? Because I think neck issues is like one thing that happens to every fighter, and they just have to like kind of deal with it because it's just part um, of the game. Mine's not so much neck, man. Mine's more so much like back trying like my neck always always stable it's like when they go to pull on my head when we wrestle and stuff or like when they try and snap me down it's more my back trying to like fight it you know what i mean instead of like my i'm feeling it on my the neck i'm like my my posh is good it's just that oh my back is the one that's carrying it it's like i'm leaning forward or some shit yeah it's not it's never really you know, my neck i never really get any neck problems um at the gym we always do like a lot of neck strengthening exercises anyway but um yeah, I don't really have any neck issues. More probably from the back, from all the wrestling and stuff. And what, what was like the the worst, worst of the injuries for yourself? I don't think you've been injured too much, right? No, nah, man, not, not 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 too bad. Um, probably the worst was probably my knee. Actually, yeah, against Jalen when I, I I actually hurt my knee. Um, the week that I found out that I was going to fight which was te- basically gave me 10 days notice. I hurt my knee the weekend before. Um, I think it was like a grade, like a grade one tear, LCL tear. So it was like very little. And then, um, yeah, the, the Jalen fight ended up hurting it again in the, in the, in the Jalen fight. So um, foot got caught in the foot got caught in the cage. Like it's like a little dip. I don't know if you see it, but like if you, if you, if you watch in the UFC cage that they have like this little gap, so like it's like canvas and then there's like this little gap and just in between that little gap in the cage there's like it just dips in there's like mm-hmm. there's nothing in there it just dips it just dips in and you see a lot of guys like whenever they try and sprawl up against the cage you see these guys dig their feet into the into that little spot and it just so happened that as i was circling out my foot got stuck in there and then my heel got caught against the can, uh, cage and that's what twisted my knee and yeah and then it was just wasn't i mean it's not like i was uh winning the fight but you know, I feel like I could have done, I could have at least lasted the, the fight without that injury, you know. What, who was the one that got their foot caught in that gap? They, like, was rushing forward and they, like, pivoted and then their foot just got stuck. And they were just, like, that, stuck there. Who was, was that? Was that, was that, was that um, Blood Diamond versus, what's his name? That dude, the wrestler? No, he just, just like, Huh? He just fell. Oh, did he? Because I remember yeah, he, he like, like the, 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 the round started and he like ran the opposite direction and then he like got stuck in the cage in the corner and then uh, Bloods just went over there, ran over there and just tried to <laughs> tried to fuck him up. So I was just like, was that that? Is that the one I'm talking and thinking about? No, I, it's a different one. Who was that? It was, uh, was it Robbie Lawler? Who was that? It was somebody, man. Like their foot was literally just stuck in the cage and they were trying to pull their foot out and the other guy was like, what the hell is going on? But he just ran over there and started pounding on him. If this is in was USC. it was it Robbie was it Robbie Lawler and R- Rafael de Sanchez? was that that fight was that was that that fight fuck man but there was an incident like where someone's foot was literally like stuck and you would think yo um 
maybe we should do something about that because it is something that people use as like a defense against wrestlers against the cage. Yeah, right? they like, they, they dig their feet into the they dig the feet. You see it. They're like I'm like watching one of the fights now that's playing in like a highlight in the back, and you can see like the, there's like a dip in in the cage. Yeah. How effective is that though? Like as like a defensive nah, man. Nah, you don't want to. You don't want to rely on fucking on a cage to help you defend a <laughs> takedown. I mean, it's very little. It's like one of those things where you see guys, you know, grab gloves or grab shorts. Like very little. Like it, it'll help you like the tiniest bit, but it won't. It won't be the game changer. You know what I mean? You see guys get grip grip shorts or grip like gloves and stuff, but it's like one of those little minute things that's. You're still gonna need to know how to fucking defend the takedown, or you're still gonna need to know how to defend a punch. It's not gonna be a game changer. <laughs> like there's fence grabs, right? Like fence grabs. Yeah, you yeah, know. Dead. those are those are those are big ones because like someone could be like up in the air about to get taken down, they grab the fence, and that's like you that dude works so hard to get a takedown, and then he gets he gets just a warning for that. And the dude work used so much energy to try and finish that takedown just for it to be stuffed because the dude grabbed the cage. That's a big one. Cage grabs are a big one. For sure. I remember there was a fighter. I forgot who it was. This is a fighter in the UFC. Um, they were talking about how they tell all the like up and coming guys like cheat. You should cheat because the referee's job is to catch you to cheat, right? Not like cheat it isn't like poking people in the eye or anything like that, you know, nothing like that. But like grabbing shorts, Grabbing gloves, grabbing the fence, like, yeah, Man, you should. It, at the end of the at the end of the day, it's all instinct. I feel like it will happen on instinct, and yeah, like, in terms of cheat, like, like, I I see that as, uh, like, you don't stop until the referee tells you to stop. That's basically mm -hmm. that. I feel like what that coach is talking about is that like. You do what you have to do. Like, like you, you, you knock a dude down. You don't stop just because, like, you've knocked a dude down. You keep going until the ref says stop. I feel like very same thing with, like, if someone's, like, framing, their hands are up, and, you know, you keep doing it until they say, like, oh, well, you have to close your fist. All right, then you close your fist. Or, like, you know, just little things. But, yeah, you, you, you just do what you got to do. And if the ref pulls you up on it, the ref will pull you up, pull you up on it. Yeah, it's like survival instinct, right? Like when you see it, when you look at it, just a survival instinct. Like it, you you might be doing it, but you don't even realize you're doing it because you're trying to survive. Maybe you're rocked. Man, your mind is not with fight. you. It's a Exactly. Yeah. It's an instinct. It's an instinct. It'd be, it, unless it's like obviously you, it's a, you wouldn't be thinking about training about sticking your gloves in 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 a guy's glove, your fingers in a guy's glove. You know, you don't train for that. You don't. You know, per se, like practice. Oh, this is the technique we're going to be practicing today, guys. We're going to grab this guy's gloves or we're going to grab this guy's shorts in this scenario. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, guys, we're going to we're gonna practice uh, uh, framing and eye poking today. Okay, guys? That's what we're practicing today. Like, you Thursday, don't, you don't practice Thursdays that. are for cheat days. That's what they're <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to be practicing eye gouging and fish hooking and then – and then after that, we're going to go one hours of, of trying to do uh, fence grabs. So you're going to try to take me down. I'm going to grab the fence. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think, I do think that the UFC or not even the UFC, cause it's not their decision or not their responsibility, but the refs should start taking points because yeah. sometimes it just seems like it's deliberate and other, and, and for real, like the referee comes back and tells you like, what's up, right? Like before the fight, you see it all the time. Like it happens yeah. every fight, right? 
referee comes yeah. back and says, yeah. hey, this is what I'm, you know, this is what I don't want you to do. This is what you yeah. should be doing. And you probably tell the referee, like, let me die in there. You know, the regular yeah. stuff, right? Don't yeah. stop the yeah. fight unless I'm dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. That type of stuff. Like, have you ever had, a, like, a weird interaction with the referees? I'm not just saying in the UFC, but just in your career, like, like in that situation. Mm, no, nah, man, to be honest, like, I, 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 no, nah, I don't have had any weird real scenarios with, with the referee telling me anything, to be honest. Like, uh, probably the, the biggest one was, um, one of my hex title fights where, where I won my hex title fight. I dropped my, uh, my opponent to the body with a body shot. And, um, again, I just running off instinct. It's not like I purposely was cheating, but I dropped him to the body with a with a body shot and I chased him. He like sort of like cap like sort of like went down and dropped to his knee. And I just as soon as he dropped to his knee, I like just started soccer kicking him to the body. And then he sort of like fell and went up straight up into the cage and was like stuck in between the cage and you know myself. And I was standing above him and just my natural reaction was just to to keep kicking him and so i ended up stomping on him like i ended up grabbing the cage and was like getting my whole body weight behind him and i was like just literally just jumping on him stomping on him and yeah like that the, there wasn't even a real anything from the referee there was nothing like yeah there was nothing real special that the referee said to me when i was doing it the referee i feel like the referee was just as shocked that i was doing it like he was just like wait what the fuck am i doing like what, what do i do like <laughs> and obviously he jumped in and stopped the fight and you know i ended up winning the fight uh by tko but yeah like i just ran on instinct i didn't train to be like yeah i'm gonna say he drops him and just start sucker kicking and then grabbing the fence and stomping on him so yeah yeah that's that's an interesting one it's like can the guy that's applying offense grab the fence to apply more offense is that is there a rule to that i don't even know if there is no, a rule to that no no you you you, sh- you shouldn't be grabbing the fence at all there should be no fingers okay. inserted into the fence at all even toes they they even say putting your toes in there you're not allowed to put your toes in there mm-hmm. so defensively or offensively it doesn't matter you shouldn't be putting your hand on the cage you should always just be pressing pressing up against the cage no no actual fingers in in the cage what do you think about the judging tonight, man? There was like the split decision with Tim Means and Max Griffin. There was also the split decision between Justin, Dustin Jacoby and uh, Khalil Roundtree. A lot of people thought Khalil Roundtree lost that fight. They thought Justin Jacoby did enough to win. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, the judging at the Apex is not good very fight. good, man. I don't think it's they've been doing a good job over there. Oh, man. I've had this conversation so many times. These, these referees, who are these guys, honestly? Who, the judges? Who, who are these? Yeah, who are these? Who are these judges? Like, who who um do they have experience? Have they fought before? Have they, you know, what experience? Like, what where are they getting these guys? There's no like, um, there's no no regulation for these guys to to get into the UFC. It's just uh to to judge. Sorry, and they just go in there, and then their decision can be so life altering. You know what I mean? So. So, yeah, like literally the way these guys judge can change someone's trajectory in their life, what they do next, you know what I mean? Imagine you, you lose a fight and the reason you lost the fight was a, 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 a lopsided bullshit decision and then you get cut from the UFC and then you got to, you know, it's just so, 
a, a judge should have some form of background or should have some sort of competition. And then if they don't, they should at least, you know, have some accountability where they get fucked up for, they get, they get in trouble for doing, you know, some bullshit decisions. Like they have to explain themselves why they gave it that scorecard, you know, like, I don't know. Accountability. Has to be done. Yeah. Accountability. They have to do it. It has to be done. Something has to be done because these guys are – you see it every week and then it just gets washed over and then next week happens again and then, oh, that's a robbery. You get another one. It's a robbery. It's a robbery. And then on the next one again. You know what I mean? And it's, Yeah, okay, everyone's saying robbery this, robbery, but what's actually getting done? <laughs> Nothing's getting done. Yeah, who, are nothing. these, who are these – who are these – who are these – who are these judges? <laughs> Fuck. Honestly, who are these judges? Most of them are just – from the boxing, I believe. Exactly. But there are some then, uh, some judges that are that do have an MMA background, but there is not enough. It seems like because what about let, let's go back to your fight against Charles Jordan? It was a split draw, right? So did you get to did you get your win bonus for that? I did. I did. Dana came up to us in the back and said oh, that okay. was such a good fight, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give you you both you you both." But imagine if I didn't though. Yeah. Imagine if, if Dana wasn't Janet. Exactly. Because of a draw, you know. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and that's the yeah. worst part. The draw is the worst because it's like if they if Dana doesn't come back and say like yeah yeah you guys you know you guys deserve your win win money, you don't yeah. get it. Like there's nobody no. to go talk to. You know what I mean? No. It's just what do I do? They come up it's to no, you and they yeah. control it. And then yeah, even exactly. like your fight against uh against Choi in Singapore, that was a split decision as well. And I'll, everybody was like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? I'm Korean man, and and I and I was there at the fights, and I was like. That does imagine if they gave that fight to Choi. Like you could be on the chopping, like you just said, the trajectory of your career. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's it's so cool, man. Honestly, these these they it's fucked. <laughs> Literally, it's fucked. These guys change these guys really could impact people's lives, you know? Other people's lives more than just the fighter themselves, you know, it could impact their partner's lives or their, you know, their family's lives, you know, it's fucked. And yet they, they get no accountability at all. Like they could just brush their hands off. Okay. That's another fight card done. I get paid regardless. Yeah. You know, to them, it's nothing. Like it's another, it's another day. Who cares? You know? Yeah. Imagine like you were getting paid like Peter Yan. Peter Yan gets paid some yeah. serious cash. Right. And you yeah. lose yeah. that fight. And a lot of people are saying that he won that fight. It was, you know, I believe it was a close decision, right? But the thing is, like, imagine losing, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars because of judges. Hundreds. That's a house. Hundreds. Exactly. 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 Like, what, what do we do? What do we do, though? Come on. Like, you should – surely you should know, like, you've been around the game. There's, there has to be something done. Like, surely – I feel like the only thing that we could probably do right now is to put the scorecards out on the table during the fight. Let people know what the scores are after every round. The coaches know, the fighters know, then the fighters can put it into their own hands, right? Like if you're losing or if the fight is close, like you thought you run, you can't guess. The guessing yeah. is gone now. Like the coaches yeah. know, like going into the third round, you know, like even the Khalil Roundtree fight, you know, like it's tied up. Yeah. Now you got to go out there because because if you don't know, then your coach might be telling you, OK, like uh, 
pull off the gas pedal a little bit. Yeah, you, you can coast. You, you can coast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think you know all these worries about open scoring is gonna like make the sport a little boring, or people are gonna coast. I don't think people are gonna coast more. I think people are gonna go for it more because yeah. they know that they're losing. And then yeah. if you're losing, you're gonna chase after them. And if you're if you're winning, now you gotta counter this dude that's trying to kill you, and yeah. you gotta go harder yourself. Like I don't see. I think. In international events, they should start trying to do it, like open score. I think so, you too. Know, I think the that, 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 is, commissions that, is, that is actually really good. That's actually it's actually really good because then, like, again, it's like what 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 sport, like, again, it's going back to them points, point sports where, like, you know, you know what the score is at a certain time in the game. Like, you, you imagine turning on an uh, NBA game and seeing a team up by, like, 25 points with, you know, three minutes left. You're just like, ah, these guys are these guys are done for. That's it. Like you already know the score. It's like every sport that you you know what what you need to do to accomplish to win. With with fighting, you just don't know. And the criteria, I feel like a lot of these judges, they all have different criterias. Like what what is scoring these days? Like what do they score? What what is the value? What's the value? Like. Like that Jan fight, Jan and O'Malley fight. Did they value any of them takedowns that Jan did? You know what I mean? Did they value any of that? Like any of that control time or any of that ground and pound that he did? Like, or did they just see the strikes from O'Malley on the feet? Like, again, there's the, again the criteria needs to be looked at as well. Like, what is what is still the damage should still be the, the biggest, the biggest stuff. Uh, judging factor like someone could punch me five times and be soft but if i hit you once and wobble you i i win that exchange oh definitely that's that's definitely also like significant strikes what the fuck is a significant strike like how do you know if it's significant and also when someone lands on your arms and your like your shoulders and shit are you counting those as like landed strikes strikes exactly like if if someone's covered up, like Peter, he likes to cover up, right? So a lot yeah, of his strikes yeah. are landing on his yeah. arms, and yeah. his, you know, like his shoulders and shit. And that's yeah, his yeah. defense, right? Do they even know that? Are they educated about like how Peter fights and how he like covers up and shells up and blocks things? Yeah, like exactly. I don't, I don't understand. They need to be more educated, but also like the only thing that I think they could do really is to have open scoring, open scoring, like they, everybody knows the scores and the the the. In close fights or close rounds or whatever, the the judges need to explain themselves. Like, why did yeah. you give this round? Because, like you said, there's too much money up for grabs. Like, mm. the trajectory of the career is is largely, you know, you know, resulted from like the judges' decisions, right? And judges, yeah, it's like, how do you, how do you know all of this? And you just let's yeah, go to the next event. Hand. Exactly, and that's that's the thing that burns me the most is that. To them, to, to the, again, to them, it's just, oh, who cares? It's, I did my job. I'm getting paid regardless. Okay, imagine if you fucked up your job. You shouldn't get paid. Half your pay then. You know what I mean? Do what, yeah. like, what the fighters have to go through. Imagine feeling like that. To them, they, it doesn't matter to them. You know what I mean? To them, like you said, brush their hands up. That's one event done. Not my problem anymore. What do you mean it's not your problem? You just fucking either ruined some somebody's life because you weren't paying attention. You're on your phone or fucking you're watching a different fight. Like, uh, yeah, there has to be something done with these refs, uh, judges, man. The 
like I hear a lot of this happening with fighters too. Like fighters will invest so much into their camp, like they'll borrow money to pay for certain aspects of their camp because it, you know, there's so much, you know, riding on the fight to be yeah. prepared so much and so well. And they're 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 covering every angle, right? To prepare for this to for this fight. And mm. they're borrowing money and then imagine going to a fight and you clearly won the fight and because of a judge scores it for the other guy you don't get half your paycheck now you go back home so because you want to pay everybody back but you can't like now you're sitting in debt like i've, I've heard this happen many times dude like Man. a lot of fighters a lot of fighters like they're in some bad financial situations coming up you know what i mean and it's not even just on the regional scene some guys in the beginning of their ufc careers they're in debt so they yeah. can get to a certain level and they're like okay now I'm making decent money. Now I could just relax a little bit, right? And but still, yeah. as you, when you get to that level, then now you don't get half your paycheck. Let's say you're making forty and forty. That's eighty k. That's before taxes and all that shit, right? Yeah. And then imagine yeah. that, like, you don't even get the eighty k. You're getting forty k, and then you're injured from the fight, so you miss the rest of the year. Exactly. You're out. That's again. not. You're out, dude. Like that. They don't. It's it's nuts to me. Why, like, they haven't tried to do anything about it? Why they haven't tried? <clears throat> Why? I don't know, man. It's is it is it again? It fuck. Who knows, man? Honestly, there's just so many different things that we can speculate and talk about. But like, what? When is it actually going to get done, though? Like, we can say all this good shit and have all these different ideas to try, but. When is it? When is it actually going to get applied? You know what I mean? So we can we can have all this good shit and talk about it all, and <coughs> again, talk about it, have the good ideas, and it still won't happen. Every yeah. week we're going to get another yeah. fucking. This is a robbery. That's a robbery. Until we have full clear cut decisions, yeah, and that that's what I feel like that open scoring is going to do. It's mm. going to tell them, okay, you you're down. Oh, you're up, yeah. You know? So it's gonna force the fighters there to, to to fight differently. <coughs> we got about we got about like eight minutes left, so let's uh, get into you know about like what you're up to right now. You know, what I mean, um, of course, there's a lot of good training out there. Igor MMA, shout outs to the big <laughs> man over there, Igor. Yeah, yeah. Igor MMA. But uh, you know, are you are you are you still going out to to freestyle when you can? Is that, is that still? Um, it's a, it's a, it's a bit, it's a bit hard at the moment because we have a lot of uh, amateur fighters uh, at, in our gym now that that are coming up, and they they also have a lot of amateur fighters, and a lot of the, our boys are fighting their boys. So it's kind of like, uh, uh, as much as I'm like also a coach at the gym, I'm like the team, sort of like a team captain at the gym. I'm like, you know, always trying to help them and game plan for them, and you know, try to be like a a big big like the captain figure of the gym and yeah. a, like a big brother to a lot of them so i try to avoid that conflict because obviously if i go over there and i'm sparring over there and i see their boys they're gonna obviously think like oh josh is here he's gaining intel yeah. and it's like you know i don't and i i i, I don't want to have that sort of like conflict so i sometimes i just like for now i'm just like letting it like yeah, you guys, you amateurs, you guys do what you guys are gonna do. But when I'm in camp, I'm gonna go down to the freestyle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do my work. Like, I don't care about whatever, whatever you guys are doing. 
doesn't involve me, I still have to get my work in, and which is obviously train with with Volk. So, and obviously train with like you know Jamie and you know all those yeah. all those guys down there. Yeah, I think um, there's there's a right way to do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have yeah. to completely be like, oh, now we don't train together because yeah, this, this is my, a situation. My team's fighting your yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah, because like later on, as these amateurs come up and become pros. You could be training with those guys in the future that you probably fought as an amateur and then building yourselves up because it's you know how it is. It's Anzacs exactly. against the world, right? Exactly, exactly. Like I was like me and me, if you really think about it, Jamie fought Volkanovsky and now they're mm -hmm. they're, they're main training partners. You know what I mean? <laughs> I fought I fought Blake Donnelly and now he's one of my main training partners too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like it, Yes, you guys probably fight in the amateurs and and whatnot, but as 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 it, as you guys come up, people fall off, and you know, um, it's it's hard to get good training, and so you end up training with the guys that you fought before. So, it's yeah, it goes full circle, it goes full circle. But also, I don't want to be. I also don't want to go to uh, Joe's Joe's gym and sort of tread on his toes, and you know, make them feel a little bit uncomfortable because yeah. obviously we're versing we 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 we're gonna be standing across the cage as coaches versing each other. So I don't want to make it that awkward. You know, I don't want to be but, going to the gym yeah. and making. But it like you said, like when you're in camp, Joe's a pretty open-minded guy. He's pretty black and yeah. white. Like I, yeah, you know. Yeah talked to joe many times and he's, yeah. he's a very nice guy very cool but yeah. he's yeah. he's old school he's black and white there's no he's gray yeah. no nah, exactly. you gotta love he's that you gotta love that yeah right yeah yeah you gotta he, he sets the boundaries he tells you how it is you know what i mean mm -hmm. and that's what you need i feel like a lot of the old school guys are like that and i you gotta <laughs> respect that you gotta respect that is igor like that as well i, I very like he is. very yeah. he's very like that he should see him all the time just come in and just be like what is that? That's fucking shit. Like, too bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Comes in. I haven't been training for like a week or two. And I get fat. He just comes in. Fuck, you look fat. Like, he'll just tell it. Tell me how it is. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, you're right. It's, it's good because he, he, he keeps us on our, on our toes, you know? He's, he's always got us switched on. And he's not going to sugarcoat it for you just to make you feel better. Yeah, he's going to tell you how it is. And it's up to you whether you take it in or you be a little sook about it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> At the end of the day, he does it for our benefit anyway. It's not like he's doing it to, to be a dickhead to you. Yeah, it's, and it's also like kind of building a a, a good community for yeah, man. for he's, these fighters as well, right? He's, he's like... um yeah, he's no he's not a yes man. He's not gonna yeah. say things to make you feel good about yourself. He's gonna tell you how it is, you know. He's gonna tell you what what needs to be done, and even when you have good performances and good fights, he'll still tell you like you could walk away with a first round knockout and come away injury free, and he will still tell you shit that you still need to work on. You know what I mean? He's always he's always the the good thing is always striving because he always expects more from us. So it sort of gives us that that feeling of yeah, we need to do more as well. Like if he expects it from us, it's sort of like we need to prove it to him. You know, he's got like that dad role where he's like. Dad, I want to make you proud. He, he's got that sort of, you know, that sort of aura to him when he comes to, yeah, like coaching and stuff. It's it's good that you found like that solid connection with like a head coach. And then that head coach as well allows you to go get other coaching and is open-minded yeah. enough to allow yeah. you to go to. Because yeah, there's exactly. some old school guys as well that are not open-minded. They're black and white, no, but they're man. still yeah. not open-minded at all, right? No, no, no. 
at the end of the day, if a coach, this is what I feel like, is like with anything, if a coach is trying to limit you and feels like you, you're going to run away, then they never really wanted you for you to be your best. They wanted you for them, for, for their sake. You know what I mean? They wanted you to, what is it? More so, they're going to benefit from you than you were going to benefit from them because they don't, they're not open and willing to let you learn from other people, which my coach has always been like, he goes, you feel like you need to practice wrestling at a certain place? Go practice your wrestling at a certain place. Go do this, go do that. He was always open to it. You know what I mean? And that's, that's how I knew he truly cared about me because he wanted me to grow regardless. Like regardless if I was with his gym or if I wasn't with his gym, he'd still want me to grow and get better. So that's how I knew he was, he was a guy that was always going to have my back and always, you know, always be out there looking, looking, looking out for me and, and trying to, you know, improve my game regardless with, with whether it's with him or whether it's another gym or he's, he's always been open-minded like that. Yeah. It's hard you, to see find that that. With, you see that with Joe as well. Joe Lopez. Like he's, yeah, he's yeah. a guy will just like Volk, you go over there, man. City kickbox, go over there to Thailand, yeah. Thailand and do your exactly. thing. You know what I mean? Like you're always going to come back because it shows your loyalty as well as a fighter on top of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you yeah. see Eugene, even Eugene, like he even told like Dan and all them like a long time ago, like go out to the States, go, go travel the world and, 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 you know, and see what's out there and learn. And then, you know, and, and he's so open-minded to where it's like, you'll bring something back. Yeah. Right. From your yeah, experiences, 100%, 100%. right? Yeah. 100%. And it's great to see that, right? It's great to see like yeah. a community. I call it like the Bermuda Triangle you guys right. created. That because it's right. like Thailand, Australia, New Zealand. It's the Bermuda yeah. Triangle on this side of the world <laughs> that you guys created. Because it's like if you wanted to go train at Bangtan, you could because you have a connection yeah. to that. It, yeah. Like, I train have with a the Hickman brothers. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. And if you want to go to the city, like you have a connection to city, like you can go there if you want to, right? Yeah. And everybody's open-minded enough to like say, "Hey, go out there and do your thing, man," and and you're gonna come back because you showed the loyalty. Everybody's loyal to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know what they know what it is, you know. Everyone knows what it is. The MMA community is small. You know what I mean? You, you, if you have a one bad reputation with one coach, it's like everyone's gonna know that you had a bad (laughs) reputation with one coach. It's like true colors show through as well like you you got to be loyal to the team bro i have to be loyal to your teams the guys that brought you up you've got to show loyalty to them yeah and and i love it because you got loyal to to me too like i've known you guys for like years coming up and when you guys come become ufc fighters you become pound for pound best the best (laughs) in the world champions you still hook it up you know i mean you still still you know message back and and, yeah, and, bro, and that's what it's about man and and, and i and i and that can never not appreciate that you know what i mean like because yeah you know i'm not gonna say Again, people, bro, but you're 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 um you're i i you're you're like what is it how do we put it you're like a guy that's like us that just came up from fucking nothing trying to do what you do and what just because now we've gotten to a certain stage in our careers that we, we're gonna feel like we're better than you when you were you were there interviewing us and making us feel like the fighters that we 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 are t- today. You know what? We're just gonna change up on you. I don't like say again that that's uh, that's a moral that's a moral thing. Like if someone was out looking looking out for you from day one, you're just gonna turn your back just because a little bit of status. You got a little bit of status. Some people know you now. You're a little bit famous. Like <laughs> that's like that's a moral thing. That's a yeah. yeah, that's a that's a very moral, and I feel like with the Australian, the, you know, the Australian New Zealanders, I feel like 
we have that. We have that sort of, you know, that, yeah, you, you came up with me. You were there grinding with me. Fuck, we come up together, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, let's end it on a positive note. Everybody, go into the descriptions and download the All-Star app. Josh, we're going to bring you back on probably in the middle of camp or something, you know, just to check up on you and, and chat shit. Because basically that's what we've been doing for the last hour and a half is just <laughs> chatting shit. And, uh, yeah, and there will be more things to talk about, especially while you're in the grind. So, Josh, yeah, thank bro. you man, so much, man, for the time. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having me on, bro. Appreciate it, honestly.